We're going to be learning the first Sicha in Parshas Toldos, and we'll see at the end of the Sicha that the Rebbe is going to connect it to the year Pei Aleph. So it'll be very interesting how it connects to our year. So it is a Rashi Sicha, so let's start. In this week's Parsha, it tells us that Yitzchak dug numerous wells, and the first two wells that he dug, the shepherds of Avimelech argued with them and said that the well was theirs, until finally Yitzchak traveled and he dug a third well, and they did not argue with him. Therefore, he called this well Rechavis. And the Pasuk tells us why did he call it Rechavis is because for now Hashem has expanded for us and we will be fruitful on the land. So let's read the Pasuk inside. So the Pasuk tells us that he moved away from there and dug another well. They did not fight over it. So he named it Rechavis, which literally means wide spaces. He said, for now Hashem has expanded for us and we will be fruitful in the land. So He says, this is how the Targum translates it, and we will increase in the land. So the question, of course, is what's bothering Rashi? It seems very, very self-explanatory Pasuk, that Hashem is helped us expand, meaning is that we are now being, Hashem has allowed us to be successful. And because we are successful, we can now increase and be more fruitful. So what's bothering him that he needs to bring the Targum? So the custom of Farshim upon us Rashi, the Lachaira Uferinu Hulashan Avar, the Kavan Shamarki Atah Hirchir Hashem Lano, Ech Yom Uferinu Kvar Farts. The Shaila is that Uferinu is a is in the past tense, and we were, uh, and we and we increased, or we were fruitful in the land. But since the Pasik says that because Yitzchak is giving a reasoning why he's calling it Rechavis, he says, I'm calling this Rechavis because since. Now Hashem has made us expand in the land. Now we can be fruitful. For many arts, now we have the capability to multiply and be fruitful in this land and to increase. So the question is, Uferinu is not a past tense, it's future tense. Since Hashem made us Rachav, now we were able to increase. So why is the Pasuk in the past tense that Hashem has made us uh, expand and Hashem has made us uh, fruitful? No, the fruitfulness is only going to be happening going forwards, because Yitzchak was able to dig this well, and nobody was going to fight with him about the well, now I'm going to be able to be fruitful and expand, uh, and increase. Therefore, Rashi explains that Uferinu over here doesn't mean the past tense, rather, it does mean the future. And the ruling is, why would it mean the future? Because we have a famous rule that's called the Vava Hipuch, that when you have a word which is in the past tense and you put a vav in front of, a, in front of it, it changes the tense. So farinu is taka past tense, but since you put the vav at the beginning, this is a rule in diktuk that you are able to change the word from the past to the future. So farinu would now mean in the future you will, uh, be, uh, you will, you will increase. But the Rebbe is not satisfied with this chapter, And he says, in a simple way of learning the Rashi, he says, you cannot give such an interpretation. He says, we find this rule about the vav that we put the vav at the beginning of the words and it changes the past tense to the future many, many, many places in the Torah, even many times before this parsha. 
And even within this parsha itself, if you look through the beginning, the first Yupsukim of the parsha, as the Rebbe quotes in R4, you will see many examples where it's a past tense word, and the Rav makes it future tense. And Rashi never feels necessary to explain, oh, this is past tense, but then we put the Vav in, so that flips it and makes it now future tense. He never bothers to explain that because it's obvious. So also in R Pasik, it's clear from the context what the Pshat of the Pasik is. And even though sometimes you can have a Vav, it's not every single time there's a Vav at the beginning of a word that makes it, in a, in a past tense words, doesn't make it future. Sometimes you have a Vav and it'll make it future tense. Sometimes it'll keep it past tense. Depends on the context. But if you just look at the context over here, it's clear that it means the future. So why would Rashi have to tell us that it means the future? It's, 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 it's actually quite obvious. Gamsar Lahavin. Rashi Mefarish Tevis Ufirinu Veloy Tevis Pa'arts. Second question is, Rashi is explaining the word Uferinu, not the word Baaretz. Um, so the question is, as we can see that when Rashi says Vinifush Baara, Baara just means in the land. So he's not really adding any explanation to the word Baaretz. He's really just explaining that the word Uferinu means an increase. So why is he, Rashi, first of all, quoting in the Divra Maschal Baaretz? And also, of course, why does he actually explain what the word means and says, Benifush Baar, he quotes the Targum, what that word means. Base. So we're going to give the beer. Habir Bezeh. He says, Uferinu humbaloshin pri. Upir shakasav hu v'naasa peris. So the Rebbe is going to give us what you would think without Rashi's pshat. So this is what we would think without Rashi. He says, so you look at the word uferinu, it comes from the Lashon of Pri, which means fruit. So what would the Pshat be? So you would translate the Pasigis and we will make fruits. Meaning is we will multiply. Since over here we're talking about us, we will expand. Hashem has made us expand. Therefore, it's understood that what, what fruits do men make? Men, the fruits of men are their children. And this is similar to what we say, that you should be fruitful and multiply. That the idea of when is, is uh, the idea of having kids. It's also understood that our case is not exactly the same as over there. He says, Rashi explains over there why does it use the double expression, be fruitful and multiply. So Rashi says, because if it only said Peru, which means be fruitful, I would think one individual would only have one child and no more. So there'd be one child per couple. Therefore, and when the Pasik says Ruvu, that tells us that a couple can have many kids. Meaning is that you could use the expression Peru even for one child. And therefore, the Pasik need to add the word Ruvu to say that you can actually have many children. He says, but in our situation, when it says Uferinu, it's, it's a coming as a continuation. It says, because Hashem has made us expand, therefore, as a because of this, therefore, we will be able to increase in this land. So it doesn't make sense at all to say that what does it mean that we will increase in the land, that we can have one kid, meaning is that we won't be uh, an Akar, meaning as someone who can have children, we'll be able to have at least one. Because that's not an expression of a Hircha. Hircha means that you're able to expand a, a large increase. 
Having one child is not a uh, expression of our chava. So Mamela Muvin Shfrinu Khan who Bedug must mash a cause of Loy Goshenu Mipanach Bashanahas Pentia Art Shamavan Gamer. Um, he says, therefore, he says, Uferino over here would be similar to the Pasik when it speaks about uh, the Yidin inheriting Eretz Yisrael. It says that they will get rid of the nation. Uh, you will not get rid of the nations in one year, lest the land will become desolate. And then wild animals become into the land. He says, rather, you will get rid of the people a little, the people of the, the natives of the land a little bit at a time until you will be able to increase and be fruitful, and then you'll be able to have the entire land. So Shapir's Tifer Husa, the exp- expression Tifer over there means So over there means not that they, the Yid will have one kid, or each family will have one kid, and eventually they're able to take uh, over the land. Rather, it means that they'll have many children, and they'll be able to eventually increase enough that they could, uh, take control of the entire Eretz Yisrael. So similarly over here, when it says Peru, uh, it means that they that that they took will have many kids. Um, so just in, in short, what we're saying is like this: the word Peru could mean one, like an increase of one child. Peru could also mean an increase of many children, and it really just depends on the context. So in the context of Peru Urvu, if it would have just said Peru, I might have thought that. That was a command that they were supposed to have at least one child. Therefore, it's a peruvu that it's supposed to have many kids. Um, but in our parsha, where it's talked about Tarchava, it's clear that Peru over here obviously does not just mean one child, it would mean many. That, this is how you'd basically learn the Pasik that since Hashem has allowed us to expand, Ufrin of Arts, now we have the capability and we will have many, many children in this land. That's how you would have thought that the Pasik. Is the pshat of the pasuk? I will please that. Kashu be yisrael. Loi hay litzach rifka rachne banim. Yaakov eisav. Ich neifel as a lashnu ferino habav hemshech lehirchiv. But Rashi's question is like this: Yitzchak and Rivka only had two children. They had Yaakov and Esav. So how could you use the expression of ferino, which comes in a, uh, as a continuation of a hirchiv, that we're going to like expand and have many kids? Two children would not fit with an expression of hirchiv, which is an idea of being able to expand. And that's really what's bothering Rashi. And look at our 11. He says, Don't say that maybe this means for the future generations. That Yitzchak Hashem calling this well Ruchavis, because since Hashem gave us Harachava, then now we'll be able to in the future generations have many many kids and be able to be fruitful and multiply. He says He says that wouldn't fit with the pasuk because Yitzchak is saying because Hashem has now increased us us him and Rivka. So obviously it's not referring to future generations; it's referring to us, which is Yitzchak and Rivka. But how can we say the idea of Ufrinu for just two children? Therefore, Rashi says that Uferinu does not mean children. This is a big chiddush. He does not mean kids. Meaning, if it would have just said Uferinu Ba'arts, this is what we would have thought, and Rashi would not have said anything. But this that Rashi brings down the Targum and says it means Nipush Ba'ar, which means we will increase. He's trying to say that it does not necessarily mean children, it just means increasing. 
The Kvarkosov Rashi, Pirish Tevazu Alapasa Shema Echad Pishan. Rashi actually already explained that the word Nefush means prior. It says that one of the, it says there are four rivers that left, uh, that were leaving, that went out from the uh, Aden, and one of those rivers was called Pishon. And Pirish Rashi, it was actually the Nilus. So Rashi says, why are we calling the Nilus Pishon? He says, since its waters are blessed and they rise up, and they irrigate the land, therefore it's called Pishon, just like Upashu Parasha, that the riders will increase. These are the riders coming against Yerushalayim are going to increase. Um, I, this is one of the Nevuas of Peronius. Meaning, meaning is that the item itself is growing. Meaning it's just like the water is going to grow, in a sense, and, and become blessed and, 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 and flood the land and irrigate it. And similarly to the riders, that the riders will increase. There'll be so many of them that the riders themselves are increasing. The water is increasing. So also over here, when we're saying that, that we will increase... In the land, it doesn't mean we will increase by having children, but it means that Yitzchak himself will increase. How is he increasing? This is actually what we already said earlier in Pasuk, uh, that the man became very great, and he, kept, and he grew, and he became a very great person, and he had much cattle and much sheep, and he had much, many enterprises, so when we're saying that he increased, it actually means that Yitzhak himself was increasing and becoming very wealthy and um, successful. The Rebbe also points out in R16, a very important Nakuda. So according to this, we actually don't need to say Afrinuba Arts means the, only the future. Afrinuba Arts could mean the future, but Afrinuba Arts, we can actually keep it in the past tense. Afrinuba Arts and Hashem made us successful. Uh, in the land, Hashem gave us Har Chava, and uh, Hashem has given us Har Chava, and we also were, uh, Hashem has given us an, an ability to grow. So that's what Rebbe points out um, in, in our 16. So it would actually mean both two things. It would mean in the future we will continue to grow, but also is that other interpretation that we could also explain it to mean that we have grown in the past, or increased in the past. But the question is, why is Rashi saying it in the name of the Targum? Just explain this on his own, because this is what the Pasuk must mean. He can't mean children, because they only had two. So it must mean that Yitzchak himself increased in his success. He says, because most of the places that the Torah uses expression Peru, Targum uh, translates as that pushu, which means increase. According to Targum, whenever the Torah uses the word peru or vu, even if it's talking about having kids, he always translates it as the individual increasing. Meaning, when it says peru or vu, Targum translates it, you should increase and you should become great. So what does it mean that you shall increase? You shall increase, meaning is that you'll have children. So you are becoming increased, meaning is your family is increasing. So you are increasing by having uh, a lot more children, just like you can increase by having much wealth. So you're also be increasing in the sense that you have many kids. So Targum says the word pursue always means to increase. 
it's just a question of how are you becoming increased? Are you becoming increased through wealth, through having more land, through having children? But it's all the same idea. So it comes out that according to the Targum, the word Peru, which, uh, or Farinu, means that the thing itself is increasing. This is not like a Yitzim in a Klal, like a, a translation which is not regular. Rather, this is always a translation. So this is why Rashi wants to bring in the name of the Targum. He's trying to tell you that I'm not giving you some shot, which is, a, which is like an exceptional rule. Perino usually means children, and over here I'm saying it means wealth and, and, and livestock. Rather, he's saying this is what it always means. It always means that the individual is increasing. And you just have to look at the context to see how is he increasing. Therefore, Rashi quotes uh, the Targum to tell you that the word nifush, which means to increase, is not a word that I, I don't have a chavah, meaning is that there's no other examples in the Torah where you find this translation. Rather, in all the places in the Torah, it always has this Torah. Gimel. He says, but, you can argue on this pshat, and try to go back to our original way of looking at the psukim, that may me taka, the word ufirinu means having children. He says, He says, we can explain if we means kids. I, it says, two kids is not considered a chava. He says, yes, but we have the Rashi said earlier that grandchildren are also considered grandchildren. Therefore, when it says that we'll have many kids, it could go against two kids, plus also all of Yaakov's kids, where the 12 Shvatim, plus Dina. So that would be considered a very large increase. He says, therefore, Rashi quotes in the one of our questions was, why is Rashi bringing the word Ba'aretz in the Divar Maschal? We know what the word Ba'aretz means. He says, because Ba'aretz is a proof for his, for his translation. He's saying, if we didn't have the word Ba'aretz Taka, I could say that it means that we will be, have many kids, and it means also the grandkids. But since it says that we will increase in the land, so the Shvatan, 11 out of the 12 Shvatim, were not born in Eretz Yisrael, they were born outside in Chutzlarts when Yaakov was living by Lavan. The only one that was born in, in Eretz Yisrael was, uh, was, La, was, uh, was Binyamin. Alright? So, Ebezai, um, how, how could it say that we will, now that Hashem gave us this Archab, meaning is that we got this well, now we will be able to increase in the land. Meaning is we'll have many kids in this land. That's not true. They only had two kids in Gerar. Gerar was where they were living at that time in the land of the Plishtim, Gerar. Uh, really, they only had two. While the other kids were born in Chutzlarts. And only Binyamun was born in Eretz but not even in Gerar, but actually it was on the way to Beis and wasn't even in that particular area of Eretz So therefore, it's hard to say if Arts would refer to the grandkids. So therefore, as we said before, it must mean it refers to Yitzchak increasing through his wealth and his prosperity. Rashi 
Another question we can ask, I mean, Medayik and Rashi, is why does he say the actual Lashon? He should have just said, Kitargumai. Ufrinu Ba'aretz, Kitargumai, like the Targum translates it. Why does he have to say Kitargumai and then actually bring the words of the Targum themselves? Babir. The Targum Khan, Shnegir Sois, the two Sois in the Targum. Aleph, there's Vayashinana, and Beis Venipush. Vayashinana means, and he will increase us. Venipush means, and we will increase. Uh, and, uh, and therefore Rashi quotes the Lashon of the Targum, Vinipush, to tell you that the correct Girsa is the second one, which is Vinipush, and we will increase, not, and he will increase us. It's not the Derech of Rashi to tell us what the correct Girsa of Targum is. He's just trying to explain the Psukim. He says, but Kan has a not given of a Pirish Pshuteshamikra. The Afshinanu Pirisha Shahu Yafishaisan. The Koy Halashem, Mugul of Neza Bekosov. The Nipush Pusha Shahonimat Smenu Nipush Bekoy Al Yitzraku Besoy. He says, because over here it makes a big difference. He says, because the Afshinanu means that he will make us increase. And it would be referring to Hashem, which is mentioned early in the Pasik. But the Nipush means that we will increase. Meaning is that. Rechayvus, he's saying, we're calling this place Rechayvus because Hashem uh, made us expand, and therefore, since Hashem has made us expand, therefore, we now have the capability on our own to work and to increase and to be successful. So the point is that the bracha, in a sense, that they got was the first part, was the harchava that Hashem got. Uferinu ba'art is that because of this potential that we got, because of Hashem's blessing, now we have the capability on our own with, uh, to increase. Obviously, everything comes from Hashem's bracha, but the sense is being is that the rechava came directly from Hashem in a revealed way. Uferinu is what we're able to do with Hashem's bracha of rechava. We can now take that rechava and make a uferinu and be successful in the land. And, um, fine. Some of the Forsham also want to, the, 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 want to point out that this is also part of the reasoning why, um, why Yitzchak called it Rechavis. Because if he would have been, if they actually had the increase already, they should have called it the Nar, they, they should have called the well in the Lashon of Paris or Peru or Nifru, whatever, will be some Lashon expression of that they have already increased. Rather, they call the Rechavis because they increased, Hashem gave the Rechavis the expansion now, and in the future, Yitzchak has the capability to, uh, to grow on his own, uh, to, to grow in the future. So as we already mentioned earlier, according to Rashi, according to the way the Rebbe is learning Rashi, you could really translate Ufarinu both ways. It can mean the future, or it can mean the past. So if it means the future, well, that's how we basically is the more Pashida way of learning it. We've already explained that. So that didn't even happen. So you're not going to call the well by the name of Uferinu when that didn't actually occur yet. But even according to the interpretation that Uferinu means the past, that Hashem has he, Hashem has given us Harachava, and we have been uh, and we uh, we have been able to increase, it would still make sense why. Uh, he called the well Rechavis, it's because he's trying to say Rechavis is what Hashem gave us. While Ferinu is what we're doing on our own. So even if it's in the past or in the future, it doesn't really matter. That's not the blessing that they got. The blessing what Hashem gave us was the Rechavis. 
and the Farina is what they're doing on their own. And now we're going to see in Sivdalid this idea in the Yenish Shaltaira. Dalami Yenish Shaltaira Shapirish Rashi Zah. Rashi Matik Loshan Hagim, and he says, Vinipush Ba'ara. Rashi uh, quotes the Targum and says, and we will increase in the land. The first idea is that Hashem was marked for us. That comes from above. The second thing is that we will increase. That's our avodah. That's what we're doing. So Maram is Rashi. So Rashi's hinting to us that the ultimate purpose of Hashem giving us the Rechava is that we will increase, meaning is that we have to do a Vaida. The ultimate purpose that Hashem created the world and man, right, that's the idea of Hirchiv Hashem, is that the person will work with what he is given. As it says in the Pasuk, a man was born to toil. So that's first of all that we need to do the work. But the second thing this, 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 this Rashi is telling us is also a hint how that work should be done. It has to be an oifen of nipush pa'ara. Sha'adam yavit im ha'oilav v'inyonav. Ad sh'magil l'darga sha'adam kibyachal moisif v'nipush aide alabriya k'fishu yinivra aideh kadosh baruch hu. Meaning is a person needs to add in the land. Meaning is that you're working with the land in such a way that you're able to increase the creation itself, meaning is Hashem created the creation in one way, and through our Veda we're able to increase in this land. Meaning that through we're able to reveal godliness through our through Torah even in a place that mitzad the Bria, mitzad creation, elokus is not revealed, but through our Veda we're able to increase in the world and actually bringing an elokus in an area which is not does naturally does not have it. As the Chazal say, that you become a Shutif with Hashem in the Maise Brashis. And the Chazal say even more that just like Hashem creates worlds, also your father, meaning that's referring to Yaakov um, in that Chazal, is created, is a, creates world. Aye, what does that mean that Yaakov creates worlds? So, according to what we're saying over here, it means is that he's able to create things in this world which is not naturally there. Naturally, the world is in one way, and through the Avoida of Yaakov and really every single Yid, we're able to add and create things in this world, uh, really referring to Elakus, we're able to add Elakus into this world, uh, even in areas where the world, which is Malashim Helem, hiding, does not have it. So we're creating in that sense is because it's not here, and we're bringing it into this world. Amnam Yesh Makam Litoim. The Shaila is, you can give a tiny. How is that possible? Hashem created the world and He created these limitations. Now, how could a person or, or an angel, any Nivra, be able to be Moisif in this um, Moisif in this world? I'm not sure why the Rebbe mentions the idea of a Malach. So I'm not sure why he says the Lashon of a Malach. The question is really, how are we able to do it? might be true that the question would be also be a Malach, but I'm not sure why how that's relevant to the Sicha. And also, Bapayal, I don't think a Malach could be mice of the world. That's the whole Maila of Yid. So I'm not sure what the Deek of the word Malach is. 
This is the remnant in the beginning of the Pasuk. Because now Hashem has widened us. So I think the Rebbe is trying to say is, the simple interpretation is, because now that Hashem has widened or expanded for us, I mean, He's expanded our, our land and, 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 and uh, the wells that Yitzchak was getting for us. But you could also translate it because now Hashem has expanded us. Hashem is here for Hashem. Lano means Hashem has expanded us. What does it mean that we have become expanded? Which is Lanu, Meaning is that Hashem has made us wide, meaning He gave us the capability to add in the Bria. This capability comes from Hashem. We have a kayak which is higher than Medidus Hagbalas, and therefore we have the capability, and of course also the Tafki to Mvat the Hagbalas and to widen the world. So this is Baruchnias, as we mentioned, but if this is also Mela, once you make this increase Baruchnias, automatically the increase will also be Bagashmias. And through that, the 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 uh, the Masifin and the Bracha, Adam the Bracha, Vanasa Artibula, and as we know, Eretz rolls like a deer. Meaning, as it says by idea, that once it's shechted and you take off the skin, you can't put the skin back on. Um, but while it's alive and it's growing, the, the skin grows with the deer. So saying Eretz rolls is the same thing, that it's able to have all the all the yidin within it. Uh, but once you take all the yidin out and you look and say, how is Eretz Yisrael able to hold and take care of so many yidin, we won't understand how that was possible. Just like we don't understand that we... How, how the skin was able to cover the entire deer, and it's not possible for us to do it. Same thing, Eretz Yisrael is able and expands with the Yidin. And that's the idea of a Nippush Hey, so now we're, this is the end of really the Rashi Sicha, and now the Rebbe is going to connect it to capital Pei Aleph in Tehillim. So the question, of course, is why is the Rebbe connecting it to Pehalf? It's very simply because he gives a more, you know, an explanation in our Sicha. But as, you know, learning this for the whole year, uh, up to this point, we see this usually isn't the style of the Rebbe. Um, so it's hard to say, of course, but just that some of the Aras that were printed on the Project Lukut Sichas about the history of the Sicha, he, they want to say that the 80th, it was the 80th birthday of the Shazar, he was the president of the United of uh, Eretz Yisrael, and he helped out the Rebbe and Chabad in many ways uh, in their activities. And the Rebbe was very close with him, and therefore the Rebbe said his birthday was his uh, his 80th birthday was Rosh Chodesh Kislev, which was Tuesday of that year, also this year. So this added addition in the Sicha was actually said in his honor, and you can see how it's connected. Again, that's just his theory. The Rebbe doesn't actually say that, but that. Could be that that does does make sense, um, especially since we see at the letters the, the letters the rebbe wrote a letter to him and he also connected the birthday uh, to Kapitel Pei Aleph. So you see in the letter the rebbe wrote to him he connected his birthday to Kapitel Pei Aleph and now in the sicha it's also being connected. So it uh, makes sense that far. It says in the pasuk that in Kapitel Pei Aleph that I am Hashem your God who is 
who has uh, risen you out of the land of Mitzrayim, and you should widen your mouth, and I will fill it. Meaning is widen your mouth and pray, or learn Torah, different Mephorshim, and I will fulfill your requests. So we see in this Pasuk two ideas. One idea is what comes from above. Hashem is the one that takes you out of Mitzrayim. And Beis, Harchiv Pichabam Aleim. You want in your mouth and make a request, and I will fulfill it. Meaning is the person needs to widen his mouth. Meaning is the mouth is in a certain way. Uh, the void that comes from the mouth, and you have to be markivit. You need to do more than what's natural. So you can ask the same question. So the Shaila is, Hashem created the mouth in a certain way. Who is the one that placed a mouth for man? Is it not I, says Hashem? So how can a person be marked the path to make it bigger than it is naturally? Therefore, the beginning of the Pasa gives us the answer that Eretz Mitzrayim. Eretz Mitzrayim is Eretz Mitzrayim and Gulim. Therefore, the Pasuk says that I am Hashem, your God, that I have re- that I've, I've taken you out of Mitzrayim. But he uses the expression Hela, which means he uh, uplifts the Bnei Yisrael from the limitations of Mitzrayim. The not only do we rise up out of Mitzrayim, but we're actually increasing the land. As we said before, increasing the land means that we're able to create new things in this world. And the Pesach's action doesn't say who took you out, but rather who raises you up. Meaning is, Hashem raises you up above all the limitations, and therefore you're able to have you're able to and actually cause an expansion. Idea being is, if it would have just said, I took you out, just means that you yourself will not be limited by the by 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 this world, but when we're saying that I I, I was mile you above the world, that's the idea is that you actually also have a control over the world. So it's not just that you're not limited, but actually you're mile. I, I I picked you up above the world, meaning is you're you're higher than the world. You have control over the world. You're greater than the world, and therefore since Hashem. Gave us that capability, therefore we're able to mevat the hagbalas, and of course we're able to be marchiv the world and megala lakus in places where it's not naturally revealed. And this is the Ratzon of Hashem. So it's not the word we're going against what Hashem wants. No, this is the Ratzon of Hashem that we should be moisiv in this world through our Veda, and He's the one that gives us kayach. Um, <clears throat> this is a famous medrash that uh, the, the time of Turnus Rufus, he, he, was the, he was the governor. He was the governor of Yerushalayim and there's many discussions with him and Rabbi Kiva. So one of the discussions he said was that if He says, if Hashem loves Daniyam, why doesn't he give them Parnas himself? So Rabbi Kiva answered, "It's because he wants us to be mafarnas and therefore we could be, we we will get ganedim, we'll get olam haba." So Tzvi Rufus answered, "Adraba, you're giving him this ani money. You're going to be you're going to be chayiv gehanim. 
What is the Dover? What's this comparable to? That a king who is upset with one of his slaves and he puts him in jail and says, don't give him any food or drink. And then somebody comes and gives him food and drinks against his command. Such a person will be Chayv Misa. So Rekiva answers, no, we're not just Banim Atem Lashem. We are not just Avadim to Hashem. We're also Banim Atem Lashem Lekechem. We are children. And obviously, how happy, he says, Rekiva, would a king be when he gets upset at his son and throws him in jails and tells everybody, don't give him any food and drink. And then someone goes and gives him food and drink. Once the king's anger has subsided, he would be very happy with that person that he gave his son the capability to live. So therefore, that's the same idea as Tadak. His question was, his taina was, since Hashem created a, a niyam in a way that they're poor, how does a person have the chutzpah to be moisif and give him something that Hashem doesn't want him to have through giving tzedakah? Therefore, Rekiva answers that we, we are the children. Yidin are the children of Hashem. He says, first we understand Pashat, that you need to give them tzedakah, since we're children of Hashem. Hashem really does want the, the, these anim to be fed. And Beis, It's also telling us how. It's not just telling us why we should do it, meaning is, the, Pasha, the Gemara is just telling us why, Pashat Shah, that why would be giving to the Neem if Hashem didn't want them to have it, it's because the Neem are the children of Hashem. So over here we're saying there's even a deeper shot in that Gemara, is that it's also saying, how could the, uh, the Baal Tzedakah give, give the money? It's not just because the person, meaning is, Pashat Shah is, the Baal Tzedakah gives, is because the Ani that receives it is the Banim Hashem Lekechem. But there's also another Pshat is that how could the Baal give? It's because the Baal himself is the child of Hashem. And therefore, since we're the child, children of Hashem, we have a chilek mamish, and therefore we have the capability, just like a son comes to the essence of his father, so therefore he has the kayak, a son of Hashem has the kayak which is higher than Hagbalas, and we're able to change things in this Bria. And that's not happy the Ratzim Hashem. On the contrary, Hashem is the one who gives us this kayak, so obviously He wants us to utilize it. And the Pasik says even more than that, not just that Hashem gives us the Kayach before we do the Avaida, but more than that, He gives us the Kayach even while we're in the middle of doing the Avaida, that we should be able to fulfill the Avaida and add. In the world, meaning is that through the person doing the avoda, uh, Hashem will be maleya his his request. Meaning is that through the person doing his chelik of harchapicha, he is muftah, he is promised that Hashem will fulfill his requests, and we will be successful in our avoda of being moisif in this world. This idea that Hashem will make us successful is actually also hinted in our parsha. It says, "If It says, "Ufirinu ba'art" is not a request. It's not a tefillah 
that we shall be, that, and, and hopefully we will be, and we daven to Hashem that we should be successful uh, and we should increase in the land. Rather, it's a promise, meaning as a pakasha tefillah, as we said in an earlier sicha, a tefillah is always the idea that we're asking Hashem for something and we're hoping that Hashem will fulfill our request. But, but over here, it's not a request, it's not a tefillah. It's something vada, we're saying we will increase. It's uh, similar to the idea of a bracha. We said a bracha, the person makes a command that something should happen and Hashem fulfills it because the person's giving a command because he's, as we said, he's higher than the source and he can make sure that thing happens. So in this week's parasha, the similar idea, it says, Uferin of arts and we will be successful in the world. How do we know that we will be successful and we will increase? This is because Hashem gives us promise that when you do the avayda, he will make us increase. Not only will we be able to cause an increase in Eretz, but even like the Targum, we will increase in the Ara. So what's the difference if we're increasing in Eretz or increasing in the Ara? So so we also explained this in a previous week. The idea is that Lashon Targum is a weak, is, is a mundane language. It's not the holy tongue. Meaning is that godliness is hidden within it. Lashon Akkadish, it's Hashem's language. It's the language that He created the world with. It's a much greater revelation of Hashem. Uh, as we know, the whole purpose of language is communication. So Hashem communicates in Lashon Akkadish. That means we're able to see Hashem's message much, much more. So when it's translated in the Targum, that means Hashem's language, his communication, is being somewhat hidden. And what we're saying is that the increase doesn't just happen in a Ruchniistic way, or in areas in the world where Hashem's Shechina is much clearer, much easier to see. But even in the Targum, areas where Hashem is not as clearly seen, there is going to be Hisafa. And as we know, Olam in general means Helam. So there's the Helam that comes from Lashon HaKadosh, but then there's a much greater helm that comes from Ara, from the Lashon Targum. And even in that Ara, we need to make a dear Blayus fulfill this Aveda, fulfill the promise that, that Hashem will be, that the honor of Hashem, the glory of Hashem will be revealed. And even the Basar, Ro Kol Hashem Dibur. So, first of all, the Rebbe stresses the word Basar because we're trying to say how even in this world, the physical world, we'll be able to see the increase. And he also stresses the word pi Hashem, um, because we're talking about that the pi Hashem, even as it's translating into the Targum, we'll be able to see it. And also pi Hashem, I think, stands for pay. And as this capital is connected to capital pay Aleph, and as just to give a little more uh, details about it, because it's really relevant for this year, which is capital, which is the uh, pay Aleph, look at our 31. He says, He says, that this, this idea, this pasuk is written in Kapitel Pei Aleph, because Pei Aleph expresses the idea of a widening of the path. Because Pei is always Meramaz the path. So Pei Aleph Meramaz the Meaning is Pei always means the mouth. Kapitel Pei is about the mouth. When it says pay Aleph, we're talking about Heisafa in the Avaida, which is connected to Pah, more than what it is usually. And according to the Minig that the Alter Rebbe received 
for the Baal Shem Tev, that you're supposed to say a capital for the, each year of your life. For example, if you're 13, you say a capital Yudalet. When someone is, when he turns 80 years old and he's entering his 81st year, he shmoinim, so this capital is shy to this individual. person gets 80 years old, that is the shleimus and tava. It's big So someone who has strength, he lives 80 years. So when you reach already into the 81st year, this is a heisaf, which is above the uh, the hagbalas of tava, and therefore it's called pe'alaf. And that's why you have inside of this capital the tzivui and the tzivuch uh, As we said, harchapicha means to increase our own avayda, which is higher than tava. And we also see, of course, Hashem's blessing, which is also higher than tava. So this is very much connected to our year, that we, mir Hashem, all of us, each one of us will be increase our own, our own avayda in a way of our chavas peh, and we will also be successful and have Hashem's bracha, which is higher than Tava.